Hello, everybody. This is the mystery group discussion, and today is November 25th. It is Christ the King Sunday. Not that that matters to anybody, but it is. And um, we are discussing Detective Bruno, Chief of Police, or Bruno, Chief of Police, and... I don't remember the author, but that's okay. Uh, wait a minute. Martin no, I... Walker. Ah, Walker. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I was going to go look it up. Anyway, um, so as I usually do when I start off these meetings, I am going to ask, did you like the book? Why or why not? Well, I guess I'll go because I've already. I, I couldn't. I kept falling asleep on this book. I couldn't. It didn't keep my interest, so I didn't finish reading it. And that's about it. I'll go next. Uh, this is Alan. Uh, I, the book was okay. I, it it wasn't something that. I, I mean, I'll, I'll say what I liked about it. Um, I mean, the writing was good. The the, the story was just was just kind of. And I mean, it, it just wasn't very suspenseful stuff, which, you know, not all mysteries are, but, uh, I, I like the setting. I like the characters. Uh, I, I like the description of the, you know, rural France. I can't remember the name of the town where it took place, but, uh, uh, and, and I thought the narration was great. I, I don't know who did the narration. I guess it was a commercial audio book. So the production was great, but it, it you know, I didn't have any trouble reading it. I, you know, I stayed awake and everything, but, but I can't say I loved it while I was reading it. But, you know, you know it, it, it was enjoyable. And, you know, the, the, there wasn't a lot of a, my, a mystery. You know, they were, they were, you know, I guess it was kind of a procedural. They were trying to figure out who killed the guy and it, you know, and it got into some, some history stuff, which I appreciated the history because I didn't know anything about Algeria and France and all that. But uh, uh, so, yeah, it's like any other book I read. Some of them I enjoy a lot better than others, but I try to learn something from all of them. And, you know, this one had plenty of things to learn in it. And uh, that's my that's my two cents. Well, since I recommended it, um, I obviously enjoyed it. In fact, I've finished the entire series. Um, I particularly like the history because... Most of the books are American. They don't, you know, the history we're all familiar with. I completely forgot about the Algerian War and the French involvement in Vietnam. Um, you know, and the, the business about the Germans and the things they did in France during World War II. Um so obviously I enjoyed it. The characters grow on you. I particularly like the fact that the characters stay through the whole series. So you start getting acquainted with them and caring about them. And I enjoyed the writing and everything else. If I find any more of these, I will read them. So where does this one fall in, in the series? I mean, is it is this like the latest? This is one? this is number one. 
Oh, this is the first one. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, the later ones are a little more suspenseful. Um, I don't really regard many of them as Sherlock Holmes mysteries or, you know, where you're, where you actually can figure out who did it. I had trouble figuring out who did it. They, they're more suspense than mystery, I think. Right, right. Now, I mean, about how many are there in the series? You said you've read those. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, so uh, quite a few. Okay. Okay, well, good. Thanks. We started the meeting. I, my computer completely rebooted. Yes, we started it. Oh, okay. Well, you're uh, up, you're up next. Okay, now. Now. Yeah, <laughs> all righty. All righty. I would like to say that I enjoyed the book quite a lot. I like the narrator. And uh, this kind of reminded, when I started the book, it reminded me of a book uh, that I read a couple of years ago about an Irish Christmas, about an Irish doctor, and when he described his town. And then when this, uh, in this book, when uh, he was... Uh, describing the town i thought oh man that sounds so much like the irish doctor and he told the people who lived there and then and uh, the sights that you could see and the and the older men went fishing out on the river and i thought oh my goodness do i wish i could be there and go out on fishing on that river and fish with those people i would enjoy that so much but i couldn't do it because i can't speak french tell them um yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I was going to add, I, I really like the descriptions of the food and stuff in this. I thought that was quite, that was quite good. I mean, he, uh, uh, the, Bruno's obviously a bit of a foodie and stuff. And, and I did enjoy that part of it because he, he, did, you know, he's obviously grows his own stuff and prepares all of his own stuff. And I thought that, I thought that was quite good, especially when they contrasted the, you know, he, he was invited to that English meal. I thought that was that was a good scene. So. Yeah, they they provided him quite an English meal. I thought. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I'm next. Yes. Yes. Oh. Okay. Well, I enjoyed it. I I I love these regionals, as you know, uh, because you get not only the mystery, but you also get the description of the region of wherever it is it's taking place. And I don't know that much about southwestern France. Um, I mean, I, you know, I when I think of southwestern France, I think of Lourdes, and I think of of um, you know the road to Compostello and and you know all that. But I didn't know that much about um, you know the region, and I just I enjoyed that. And I have to say, like like a lot of you did, that I really enjoyed the history lesson because it was the history, what had happened in the past that affected the um, the modern day murder, and I just thought that was great, um, you know, and and. Um, you know, uh, when you get into something like this, you think, well, you know, people did some awful things when they were younger, and, you know, who knows? Maybe they've repented. Maybe they've changed. Maybe, you know, have they changed? Have they repented? Have they, or are they still the same old 
evil people the way they used to be. And, you know, I like books where you're a little bit in doubt as to whether the characters are good or evil and that they are not either one or the other, but they're parts of both. And I, I like that. And I did enjoy Bruno. I liked him. Yeah. Um, a little eccentric, but I liked him. I, I really did. So did, did they ever tell us, I mean, he defend. I mean, he obviously felt sure who had done the murder, but he didn't really have any evidence to that effect. Did he? I mean, he had, he had circumstantial evidence and he had suspicions of those two older guys. But did did he ever have any solid proof that they that they were the ones that had done it? I think yeah. when he went and talked to them after, uh, you know, getting all the evidence that he did have, they've they've kind of fessed up, really and truthfully. Uh, and you know about the book and the situations and stuff. I kind of uh, tried to catch on what was going on with the police nationale. Is that the way they said it? Um, the national police, and they would come in. I guess it's kind of like the sheriff's department, and then you have the state, and then you have the FBI or something, and I'll come on. And I, I really enjoyed his uh, girlfriend, the one that uh, w- was a fighter and fought, in, uh, and uh, I don't know, she knew karate or something, and she beat the Livendale out of a couple of guys in that riot. And I was really... Uh, thought, well, you know, I don't, I don't know how. I, I guess because uh, being France and they were occupied by Saint Louis, those uh, memories maybe are still more raw than at least they seem in my surroundings. I don't know if we found somebody that uh, did some way back that I don't know if they would be anyone here to take that out on them. Like uh, like those two old folks did, and so I thought, oh, that memory was still very much alive there. What did you think? Well, I mean, I I, I don't think anybody's going to forget if, if if their farm got attacked and their women raped and their their people tortured during the war. I, I don't care how short your memory is, you're never going to forget something like that. So yeah, I guess uh, I, yeah. So uh, I, I thought that was that was real interesting. So, like I said, I have. I didn't know anything about the history of, of uh, you know, Algeria and France and, and all that stuff. But, I mean, obviously, France's, <laughs> France's participation in World War II was a lot. I mean, I mean, we obviously got drawn into the war, you know, after it had been going on a while. But, I mean, France was right in the middle of it from the get, almost from the get-go and stuff. And it, it, I think it was just a different, it was just a different world for them. So, uh, well, the other, other thing is, is that, in Europe, history goes back a lot farther than it does here. Uh, I mean, it's not yeah, exactly. just a question of, you know, World War Two. No. They've got World War One, and I don't know all of the details about all of the wars they've had in Europe. You know, mm-hmm. the English and the French, and the Germans and the French, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pick, pick a couple of them, and you can probably find what they fought each other at some point in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Yeah. The other thing that I kind of like is it pointed out that um, they had the business about the two guys, the two food inspectors from uh, Holland that were imposing EU rules on on France that they don't, you know, you don't think about stuff like that. Right. 
Well, I just thought that was funny. I the the whole humorous bit about um, you know uh, the, the inspectors are coming. The inspectors are coming. You know, um, make sure everything's all cleaned up. The inspectors are coming, and I just you know I know it's important to have food that is is um, well prepared and and. Uh, clean and all that kind of stuff but i just i just thought that was a hoot <laughs> i don't know you know i mean i i think it would have been better had they not been so so officious but you know how bureaucrats are yeah, uh, yeah. those people well, those people had been uh, making cheeses and all that kind of stuff in their home and on their own farm for what was he said seven hundred fifty years, you know, and now they were part of the European Union, and I don't think it was all France that is objects to it, but this little town like this, you know, and those people are used to doing things their way, and I thought it was pretty neat. They had a system set up when they saw them coming, they'd pass out pictures so you could recognize the the people and they could hide everything, run and put it in the refrigerator and the, the chickens that they killed from right out of the backyard, they wasn't allowed to do that because they weren't uh, uh, done by official butchers and in a cold shop and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty neat too. Yeah, well, I point out that if you tried to get romaine lettuce lately, even our system isn't well, working all that well. Yeah. Some some people like to drink uh, raw milk, too, and it can't be sold, you know, to, to people. You can give it away, but you can't sell it. It's against the law. So I guess it's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I really like the scene. I, I mean – Bruno was just a straight shooter. I mean, I, I really liked the character because, yeah, he, he had good common sense. He knew he knew how to prioritize stuff. And that scene where those two inspectors were going to arrest that boy because he had a potato, and 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 their their car had been had a potato stuck in it, and they and, and they made a you know and the whole confirmation bias they made a leap of faith from from that to try to like hold him responsible. For what had happened in the past, I thought, yeah, he just, I mean, he just lit into them. I thought that was great. I mean, I mean, he, he just took them apart bit by bit and said, well, okay, well, I'm going to have you know, the boys, the boys' parents are going to want to come there and file a claim against you for improper arrest and stuff. <laughs> he, you know, he, he just laid them low. Going to arrest yeah, them yeah. for having a potato in their hand. Yeah, 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 and, and a vegetable market. Yeah, I thought, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah, I mean, he really, he really nailed those guys. That was, that was a good thing. And, I thought one of the things that brought Bruno to real life and, and rounded out his character was uh, his his love for his girlfriend that got killed in that other law war that we don't know anything about, oh, yeah. and that she 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 got uh, killed and everything. And he's this is several years later. And he has not uh, gotten over it. And if any woman shows any liking of him, and then he's talk of the town all over. And then that uh, female uh, policeman came in, and I really liked her. And since this is book one of 11, I imagine she's going to be in several of the. Is Isabel, was that her name? I liked her too. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think <laughs> yeah. That's right. 
Yep, definitely a very good book. I I uh, um, yeah, I liked it. So, any other comments on this book? Oh, I like the mayor too. I thought the mayor was a good character. And oh uh, yeah, yeah. He, he and Bruno were obviously tight and stuff. But uh, yeah, perfect. Uh, he's perfect a, yeah, the perfect he's mayor. You know, right? Another good example of a local politician that's got common sense and stuff and knows how to prioritize stuff. And you know, yeah, he, he he was he was a good character. So. He yeah. was an he was an older man, and Bruno even admitted that he was a little bit of a, a father figure for him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and all that, all that rounded up those characters, and uh, you know, gave them depth. And so you might be interested in reading about them in the next novel. And you gotta like the you gotta like the dog, even though he's he's a male dog with a with a female name. So, yeah, so imagine. Oh, that was, that's that right, funny. the dog with a female name. Oh, <laughs> Gee, that was funny. Well, they had, the, the later books also get into some. Really old history, like um, Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal Man, because that oh, really? later later areas are where the cave paintings are. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Right. They okay. did mention that in the first book. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He took her. He took he took Isabel to look at those those paint yeah. those those pictographs or whatever yeah yeah i was really wishing that i was there could go and see those paintings i've read about them so many times you know and so much and uh always would have loved to been have been able to go see those paintings you know you take something that's ten thousand years old you got to respect it right exactly okay right. Painted right before farming started, actually. Yeah, um, and it's it's amazing. I don't know that much about it. I mean, I've read some, but not a lot about you know that particular region and the cave paintings. But apparently, there's supposed to be something else. So, um, very cool. Very very cool. Our next book. Okay, anybody else? All right. Uh, now, our next meeting is on December 23rd, the Sunday before Christmas. Is that all right with everybody? Doesn't bother me. Fine with me. Yes. Fine with me. Okay. All righty, and that's fine with me, too. So, um, now... We were going to do something about uh, something about a dime. Uh, chasing Alan? the dime, chasing the dime was a Michael Connolly book. Yeah, so I, I, I don't care if we do that or, or, or some of the other ones we talked about. I, I, I'm easy. I, I, I enjoyed that, so it's. Uh, but okay, uh, well, tell uh, tell us about chasing the chasing the dime. Well, it's uh, it's Michael Conley. It's a it's a standalone Michael Conley. It's not uh, it's not a Harry Bosch. He writes those Harry Bosch books, but uh, uh, it, it's a story that takes place, I think, out in California, and it's about this uh, this guy. He's a brilliant uh, uh, researcher and like a new area of computer science. And I, I didn't understand all the computer science. And he, and he owns that company. 
Yeah, he owns his own company. And he's trying to come up with this new product. He's trying to get patented. And then uh, he gets a new phone number, and it turns out the phone number is uh, uh, for some girl that was for some girl that was on a there was a call girl that was on a call girl service. So he starts getting these calls, and and it leads him into this mystery and stuff about you know he starts suspecting that the girl might be dead or something. But it, it kind of goes on from there. It just kind of okay. the mystery kind of goes deeper and deeper. He, and deeper. He, try, he tries to do some amateur uh, detecting. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, I, you know, it, it wasn't overly long. I think maybe it was about an eleven hour book, but it, it's been yeah. a while since I've read it. And I think uh, it's been a long time for me too. You had another idea. Well, I, I did. You know, yeah, and I've Go got ahead. another idea Go too. Ahead. I was I was going to say. I mean, I used to love Mary Higgins Clark. I hadn't read her in forever, but her, her stuff is usually pretty easy to read. And I don't think her her, her mysteries are, are uh, usually have a lot of graphic explicitness in them and stuff. But uh, there's a new one of hers, I've Got My Eyes on You, that's in the most popular downloads on bars. I, that caught my head. It's like six hours long, so it'd be a, it'd be a short one. And I, I figured it'd be pretty easy to read, but uh, uh, that was one well, of the That might be I, a good one for the holidays, uh, unless you guys want to do the Michael Conley book. No, I vote for Mary Higgins Clark. Okay. Any other votes? And we can do the cat in the stacks, man, in January if you want to. So is that is that that a real That's one Ann was talking about. I think before you came in. Oh, okay. The the cat in the stacks. Is that right, Ann? A cat, a cat in the stacks. Okay. And it is an omnibus. At least that's the way it comes on Bard. It's the first three of his books, or her books. Uh, uh, the author is somebody, James. Um, oh, it's one of those, you know. Miranda, maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, she writes a bunch. Of, she has a bunch of books about that cat in the library, right? Uh, aren't there? That's what you're saying? This is the first three? Yeah, Miranda okay. James. Okay. And... Um, these are the first three books. So, of course, it's long. Okay, right. The, right. the omnibus itself is long. But you wouldn't necessarily have to read all three books in the omnibus. Okay. The first book. I like a shorter read. <laughs> right. And then uh, discard it or whatever you wanted to do. But we would talk about the first book. And it is, as I said, it's a regional and it's about a widower who came back to this little town in Mississippi where he grew up. And, of course, you've got all the eccentric characters in the little town. You know, uh, uh, we, don't, we don't have anybody eccentric in Mississippi, so I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, right. That's yeah, right. Well, <laughs> you, well, you know how it is. It, it, <laughs> You know, you always have to have the the eccentric people in in the um, right. Exactly. Yeah, we got we got more in our share. I know. So. Oh, I'm sure you do, and <laughs> we've got we've got them too up here. Yeah, everybody yeah. does. Everybody does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. they're toting guns around here. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah they're anyway, toting them well, everywhere anymore. Yeah. yeah. So that's what. Um, what the cat in the stacks, uh, a cat in the stacks, is all about. Okay. And I just enjoyed them thoroughly. I, I have to say, I just, I really, um, 
Oh, and the important thing you need to know is that this widower rescued a little kitten when he first got back to his hometown, and it turns out to be a Maine Coon cat. Now, these cats are big kitties, big kitties. They're like 30 pounds. Oh, wow. Big kitties. <laughs> and this this particular Maine Coon cat is a character. He is a character. And what I like about it is that, um, and of course, if we do it in January, you know, I can, I'll tell you again, but um, what I like about this particular book, is, a set of books, is that the cat it doesn't talk, it doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't think in the human sense, you know, it doesn't reason, you know, like some of these uh, mysteries with cats, you know, they, they have the cats doing all the thinking and all that, no. This is a real cat. I mean, it's it's it behaves just like a real cat would behave. Okay. But they but uh, she works it in so that um, you know he he helps to solve the he helps to solve the mysteries. So um, so you guys aren't wild about the uh, Michael Connolly book. You want to do the Mary Higgins Clark? Is that I'd what rather, I'm I'd rather do the Mary Higgins Clark book because I've already read the Michael Connolly book. But uh, yeah, me too. And I, and me I, too. And I'd like to. I, I haven't read Mary Higgins Clark in forever. I know I used to really like it, and it's just uh, it's short. And I figured it might be a might be a good one to read. I can kill two birds with one stone and get it off my yeah uh, wish list. Read. <laughs> okay, yeah. so what's the name of it? It's called I've Got My Eyes on You. And let me see if I can get a DB number real quick. And excuse my jaws talking. Okay. Okay. I, uh, probably gonna beat me. Okay, it's DB nine one five four six. Nine one five four six. It's a commercial version and it's uh narrated by January Lavoy. She narrates a lot of stuff commercially and she's a she's a good narrator. Yes, she and, is. I and like it's, her. It, it's like six hours and eighteen minutes. So it, 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 it shouldn't kill any of us to read that. It's pretty short. So. Okay. Sounds like a plan. All right. So we have a book for next time. Which is I've got my eyes on you, and uh, we are meeting on the twenty third of December. Loading subjects, searching for And I hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. Um, I did, and uh, I hope you all have a good shopping season. Yeah. I won't wish you a Merry Christmas because it isn't Christmas yet. But uh, it's coming. If you want to, if you want to get fat, you know. 
if you want any good deals on uh, Amazon stuff, they've got a lot of their echoes are on their echo dot. They got the latest generation of their echo dot is, is like half, half price over, over this weekend over Cyber Monday. It's a 50, it's a $50 item. Normally they got it on sale for 25, which, which is a good deal. So it's half off. And, and Marshall, I thought the narr the narration of this book was great. It, it is it, is it all done by different narrators? You said you've read the entire series, or are they all? I thought it was done by the same guy. Really? Oh, well, he was—he was excellent. So that, that's great. Okay. Yeah, he was—he was pretty good, and his French pronunciation wasn't bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know about that, but but whatever. Because I've forgotten everything I learned in high school French, you know, back in the day. So. Well. <laughs> it it could you know, be pretty it, bad, it, and I'd still think it was pretty good, probably. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, Madame would kill me if I mispronounced stuff. Right. Um, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I I took French in high school too, and our my teacher was Madame Dina Winholtz, and Madame we we called her Madame. Um, she was the quintessential Parisian. Yeah. I mean, you know, bangles and all, and the the hand gestures and the the clacking bangles and the whole nine yards. She was something else. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, all right, guys, all right. I'm yeah. off um, to watch the news. Hopefully, there'll be some kind of news instead of the football game. Right. Well, I thanks hate for everybody's football games. So anyway, never time. mind. It was a good I, discussion. I know you guys all like football, so I won't say anything. I don't. <laughs> I think it's a complete waste of time. But anyway, I like following it after the fact. I don't. I don't, I don't care watch. much for watching it. So, much. but you know, lots of people like it, so sure, I don't yeah. say anything. I figure, you know, I'm in the minority, so <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't say anything. So, alrighty. Goodbye, okay. folks. Bye bye. 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 See you later. Ten Parsons has left the meeting alert. You are the host now alert. Pause recording. All plus B. End meeting button. Marshall Scott has left the meeting alert. Stop recording. All plus E. Pause recording. All plus B. Button. Stop recording. All LE dons. Slash slash zoom dot slash s slash five eight. End meeting button. End meeting or leave meeting. Window. Leave meeting button.